This little prayer that I offer was done by a lady by the name of Mildred Hill. And we have tried to contact her for years to get permission to use it. But she was truly the nail on the wall. We've never been able to find her. She's been the nail behind the picture. Let us pray. Dear Lord, just make each one of us a nail on the wall to hold your picture in its place. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> As I speak this morning, Brother Newharth, you're going to be my timer. Or else somebody else is. I don't know where he is. Who is he? Thank you. All right. It's perfectly all right to be on tape. Everywhere we go, the biggest problem that we have found among older people and young people is this problem. I'm not sure that I can make it through to the kingdom of God. A whole page, question after question after question has come in from this student group right here on religion. And I have found, and those who were present last night remember, that I mentioned, I have found everywhere we go, the biggest deal that Satan has is to get somebody to do something that's a little wrong. And then to say to that person, it's impossible to do right. You might as well do some more wrong. So the big suit of the devil is you just can't make it. Since you can't make it to heaven anyway, you might as well be happy here. So the devil tries to make us miserable, claiming to make us happy. I want to share with you something this morning. And I, I believe that every one of us can make it through to the kingdom. I think some of us have a little different concept of religion than some others do. My concept of religion is that God wants us to be happy. I don't believe God wants his children to go around with their heads bowed down like a bulrush. I believe that the religion of Jesus Christ, when properly understood, can give us some assurance. It does not mean that we'll have no problems. It does not mean that there will not be days of agony. There will be. I've had many Gethsemanes. But it means, it means out of that, we'll have an assurance that'll see us through so we can make it through to the kingdom. I mentioned last night that I was holding a series, a little week of prayer series, with the little people in the elementary school. And as they were coming in, I was sitting in front. And one little girl preceded all the rest. She was maybe nine, maybe 10. And she came up to where I was sitting and she looked this way and that. And then she modulated her voice, indicating that this was something very confidential. She said, Elder Kuhn, do you think I have committed the unpardonable sin? I said, no way. <laughs> Who in the world indicated to that precious little innocent sweet girl that she couldn't make the grade? Who was it? Anybody. It's Mr. Devil. And I'm not pointing to him. <laughs> it's Mr. Devil. He said, you can't make the grade. A little innocent girl has been told by Satan, you can't make the grade. And then I shared with him last night, an 80-year-old man, a medical doctor, neighbor of mine, who had worked for God and loved the Lord 
for decades. He wrote me a letter not too long ago. Elder Kuhn, something has told me that there's no hope for me. I said, Doctor, you're God's child. You're forgiven. You're cleansed. Hope for you. By God's grace, you're going right through those gates to the new Jerusalem. And you know, I would keep repeating it. It was very, very difficult for him to accept it because that voice had been saying, really, really, no hope, no hope, no hope, no hope, no hope for you, no, no hope for you, no hope for you. So the devil that tries to, tries to discourage a 10-year-old is the same devil that tries to discourage academy students, college students, their parents, and 80-year-old people. Isn't Satan a devil? It is his business to cause people to think, you can't make it. Many times I've spoken to little people. <laughs> and I knew that this is what the devil is trying to do. So I thought, first of all, I want to stop the old devil dead in his tracks. So I'd say to these little people, uh, if you commit a sin today, will Jesus forgive you? And all those little people would... And then I'd take on a very serious look. And I'd say, but listen here. If you commit the same sin again today, can you then expect God to forgive you? And you know what the little heads went? <laughs> Who told them that? Mr. Devil. I said, yes, you can. The Bible says you can be forgiven. The Bible says God will forgive you. And then I take on another serious look. But listen to me. And I don't have a great difficulty in looking ugly. You see, it's just natural. I say, uh, if you do that thing, Seven times today. The same thing after you've asked the Lord to forgive you. Can you still expect him to forgive you? And you know what the little heads go? I've converted them in five minutes. <laughs> and that's what we want to do. And then I'll go on. I say, but suppose. Suppose you do that thing 70 times today. After you've asked the Lord and asked the Lord and he's forgiven you and he's forgiven you and he's forgiven you and you do it 70 times. Can you, can you then expect? And the little heads go. And that's where, where I'm praying that those of us will find ourselves. Jesus said 490 times. You see, when I repeat the same sin many times the same day, it's important. It does not change Jesus Christ. It changes me. It gives the devil a loophole to say there's no hope, you see. And it sounds logical, but it does not change the heart of Christ. It hurts him. It crucifies him. And it hurts me. But it does not change his attitude. He's just as willing to forgive at the end of the 490th time as he was the first. Here's a promise. 1 John 2.25 And this is the promise that he hath promised us 
even eternal life. How about that? And you can put your name right in there. I remember the first time I ever put my name in it. This is the promise where the word us is, I put in my name. This is the promise that he's promised Glenn Kuhn, even eternal life. And you know, the devil had told me so many times that I couldn't have eternal life, that the goosebumps almost came out on my arms when I said, this is the promise you've promised Glenn Kuhn, eternal life. I've been preaching for years. Do I have eternal life? In spite of all the sins I've committed, does he still offer me eternal life? Can I have security in him? Can I walk through those gates to the new Jerusalem? Can I? This is a promise. And just a little before that, maybe 10 minutes before he wrote that, he wrote 1 John 1, 9. And it goes like this. If Glenn Kuhn confesses his sin, I will forgive Glenn Kuhn his sins, and I'll cleanse Glenn Kuhn from all unrighteousness. So, <clears throat> I put my name in. <laughs> and I've been teaching people for many years, put your name in. And when the devil said, but look at what you've done, look, Satan, you look to Jesus. Jesus is the great forgiver. Look at what Jesus did for Mary Magdalene. Look at what Jesus did for the thief on the cross. Look at what Jesus did for Zacchaeus. Look at what Jesus did for Matthew the publican. Look at what Jesus did for the woman of Samaria. She'd had five husbands. Bless her old sinful heart. And she was living out of wedlock then. <laughs> and Jesus never shows her one sign of condemnation. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. So, this is what we do. We come to the Lord. We open our Bible to 1 John 1, 9. We use the ABCs of prayer. The A of prayer is what? Ask. That means I'm helpless. I can't save myself. I can't forgive my sins. I can't cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I have to rely on you. But Lord, I'm a sinner. And I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me. The B of prayer is what? Believe. Lord, I believe. The old devil is telling me I'm too big a sinner, no matter what my age is. But Lord, I believe you. I don't believe it's possible for God to lie. So I believe that you're now forgiving me and cleansing me. And the devil said, look at that track record. Look at all those things you've done again and again and again. Isn't Satan the devil? He's a thoroughbred registered devil. But Lord, you've said you'd forgive me. So now the sea of prayer is, I claim it by thanking God. I am forgiven. I am cleansed. Then we turn the page to 1 John 2, 25. This is the promise that God has promised. And if you get goosebumps when you realize all the mistakes that you have made, remember this. I've made twice as many mistakes as you have. I'm twice as old. I think. And if God has forgiven me for making twice as many mistakes as you, won't he forgive you? You see, he'll forgive everyone. We received a letter in the mail. In the same mail, we received several letters. One was from a, a young lady. She was about uh, 
maybe 20 at that time. She said, I attended your series of meetings in Milo Academy two years ago on the ABCs of prayer. And she said, I thoroughly enjoyed the week. But she said, at the time, I didn't realize how much I'd be benefited by it. She said, I have two examples of how I've been benefited. Number one, I'm engaged to a wonderful Christian young man. I'm engaged to a Christian young man. <laughs> I say, wonderful, don't you? Thank the Lord for anybody who can get a Christian young man. <laughs> Thank God for anybody who can get a Christian young lady. And number two, she said, is this. And she wrote it all on one page. And she wrote very, uh, very, uh, what's the word? Uh, Youngish-like. <laughs> she took a page to write about a paragraph. <laughs> and it was beautiful. And she said, speaking of Jesus, I do receive him. And as I read the rest of that sentence, I want to tell you it did something to my soul. I do receive him as my very personal, and she underscored very three times, I believe. Personal, she underscored about three times. Personal Savior, she underscored four times. I do accept him. I do receive him as my very personal Savior. You know why? She'd ask. She had believed, <coughs> and she had received. In the same mail, <coughs> we got a letter from a lady who was 71 years of age. And I said to my wife, she was in the other room, I, I rushed in, I said, I want to show you two letters. One is from this girl who was 18 years of age when we held our meeting at Milo. The other is from a 71-year-old lady. And the 71-year-old lady said, I have been an Adventist Christian for 40 years. But she said, never until I read your book, The ABCs of Prayer, did I ever have assurance. She said, I can say now that what the author had in mind for me has taken place. I now have my hand in the hand of the crucified. I now have my hand in the hand of the crucified. No matter how many sins you or I have committed, no matter what type they are, God is not a man that he should lie, Numbers 23, 19 nor the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, shall he not do it? Hath he spoken, shall he not make it good? So God cannot lie. He will not lie. Heaven and earth shall pass away. His word will not pass away. How many times I've fallen on my knees after I've made some horrible mistake and I've wept before God because the devil says to me what he says to you. You are teaching it, but you probably won't make the grade. And I fall on my knees, Lord, but you've told me that I have eternal life in Jesus Christ. I ask you for it right now for that assurance. I believe it right now because I believe you. And I thank you. I do have eternal life. Shall we bow our heads? While our heads are bowed in prayer and eyes are closed, no one to look around. How many came in to this little meeting this morning 
without that firm assurance? How many came without that assurance? How many will accept that assurance fully with me this morning, a renewed assurance? Will you lift your hand? Praise God for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, dear Lord. We're your children. We will make many mistakes in the future, but you're still right there. You're our Savior. You are now giving us the beginning of eternal life. We are forgiven. We are cleansed. We do have a white page. Before you, Lord, we're as though we had never committed one sin in all our lives. Get thee hence, Satan. Thank you, Lord, for hearing. In Jesus' name, amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.